0: Hi, welcome to another episode of the Galena Ravina Podcastina. Super excited about my guest this week. This is one of my best friends. I met her through comedy, and I had been waiting a very long time to get her on the podcast, so I'm really excited we could finally make it happen. Um, her name is Allie Zisfine. She is in New York right now, and she's doing a bunch of shows out there, so if you want to catch her, I'll plug her socials in the episode description. We did have kind of a serious chat. I mean, we get funny here and there, but we did spend most of the episode talking about like a very crazy car accident that she got into in 2020, and I thought it was pretty important that I let her describe it in full. It's a wild story, and at times it's going to sound like an ad for Subaru, but I promise they are not sponsoring this episode. However, Subaru, if you want to, um, I'm here for it not opposed. And yeah, we, we do make light of it here and there, too. It's still a fun episode. And yeah, hope you enjoy. This is Allie Is Fine. Subaru, I would have bought a Lambo, but I'm not quite there yet. Sometimes I get drunk and I forget what day it is. I wish that I was skinnier, but I love sandwiches. One time I tried to burn sage to clear the vibe, and then the smoke alarm went off. My ex girl cried. She cried for a bunch of other reasons.
1: I, I'm never going back to four seasons. I wish that I was friends with drinks so I can
0: dig through his trash and have a yard sale today. Damn, I wish my name wasn't Frank. Fuck! I wish it was Blake! <laughs> I a lot from my dad, like how to yell a lot make a car go fast. I wish that I was in the league. I'm a number one pick with two bad knees I just bought a super cross-track. I just bought a cross-track. We're both pretty
2: reliable. I think there's a weird fine line between um like getting along with your coworkers and having a great time in company culture. Because like you need to maintain a level of professionalism that is often overlooked when people are too friendly. And then then when you need someone, I mean, you need to report something or like say, hey, this is uncomfortable. It's like, well, where is that line? Because the line's already been crossed a little bit because you're closer than you were just as regular coworkers. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, it, it makes, I think, reporting things and coming forward with things a lot more difficult.
1: Oh, I'm sure. And I I forget about that too because I'm so just on my own island now with notary work. Yeah. Like work coworkers it's it's a thing.
2: It's um like getting along with people getting along with people is one thing, but like recognizing when your coworkers have crossed a line that you're like, oh, maybe this is not right. And like how do you proceed? Yeah. It's not um, like if you're in a vulnerable place, if they have the position of power, especially, which is a thing that we Sometimes
1: do. when it gets that crazy, you just almost you have to leave because how do you ever, you know, put the horse back in the barn, so to speak, of like, oh, now things are super inappropriate. And now we're all used to this. And all of a sudden you need something and you're like, well, I've been, you know, we've all been inappropriate every day and now we have to be serious. You kind of can't
2: yeah, you can't go backwards, especially with um, without kind of crucifying yourself a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, yeah, I was also inappropriate at this time, but this is where I stopped it. And like, you know, how do you admit wrongdoing while also being like, this was where the line was crossed? Or is it um, like positions of power? There's just so much of a power struggle that people don't like I was someone's boss, which is crazy. Nah, you could be a boss. I maybe, yeah, but like, it's very difficult to maintain a level of professionalism without being um, like, because you want to be chummy with people and friendly. And because you want
1: them to trust you and to like work with you. Yeah. And you want to get through the day and have some fun. Cause at the end of the day, it's like, you're all just there for a paycheck, but you still have to enjoy yourselves, especially when a traditional job takes up like two thirds of your time.
2: Yeah. And then if it's, but like that line is so fine and then realizing that you can't and and it's always a thing like you can't be friends with your coworker. you can be friends but like Mm -hmm. when you're at work it has to be uh like it has to be work but like what it's really hard for like one person to set that tone yeah i don't think that is as doable as you think and i think like but i'm very impressed when people take a stand because that's really hard yeah like people standing up and being like this is not right I think is a lot easier said than done. Oh, it
1: definitely is. But at least like you're in a pretty calm environment now, right? Yeah. Now I feel
2: like I don't have to worry about that stuff.
1: And
2: and I never even like knew that was an option. Mm-hmm. I never knew that. Um, I used to think company culture was like a bullshit term that people just yeah. threw around to like add to their spreadsheet of why their company was great. Um, I never understood that there were aspects of it that really made the company valuable mm-hmm. and that made you want to stay and made the company
1: more enjoyable.
2: And it's silly, but like company culture
1: does matter. It totally um, does. It's so funny, like, and I'm not going to say it on the podcast. I don't want to bash them because now they've become a client of mine, but the former company that I worked at yeah, where I'm sure they were trying to use company culture as like a selling point when they bring people in, but it was so stuffy and so corporate. I'm like, what culture you guys gift a toaster to someone for being at the company for 30 years that has a company logo on it. Like, is that your idea of culture? Yeah. Like getting, you know, ordering lunch for people once every two months. Is that culture? Because I think that's just the absolute bare minimum and you guys are calling it culture. Like it means something to anybody. Yeah. Should we start recording or like should we start doing early? Like yeah, we're I mean, this is even good. I'll keep this in here. I want to make sure I wasn't like, I'm like, yeah, we're doing this. Okay. I'm uh, terrible at segues. I I mean I love when I like know what we're gonna get into, but I also am like, oh, let me bring it up in a way that's this and this and this. And then it's like, no, let's not put those expectations on ourselves.
2: No. I think the job I am at now, I never would have um it gives me more fr- flexibility and more ability to do things I want to do, like this podcast, stand-up, writing. With And I thought the jobs that I had previously would have done that. And in fact, they became in- completely all-encompassing in my entire life and took away all of my autonomy. And um, maybe not my autonomy, but they took away... No,
1: but I remember it was so hard on you and it, it didn't like seep into everything.
2: It seeped into everything because it wasn't and I think that's really dangerous like to do something that you like I love to exercise. Mm-hmm. I think it's really dangerous sometimes to like do something you love for a living, quote unquote. Like yeah. because you're like, oh well it's a free exercise. Then I would have to stay there all day. And it's like, oh this no like you need to exercise somewhere that's an escape. You need to go somewhere that's an escape.
1: I do want to touch on this while we're talking about it, and this is not relevant to what we said we would talk about, but like I listened to um, this podcast that talks about the stock market, just like really short. It's like 10 minutes per episode, and they keep having to go back to talking about um, Peloton Because in two TV shows, characters had heart attacks on Pelotons, and both times it affected, like, negatively affected the stock. And I think that's so funny. Like, how weak is your company that something will happen on a TV show and your literal stock is at risk?
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, I think their company, I think so much of Peloton. I mean, I love my Peloton. I Mm -hmm. love it. I love it. If this... It gets huge. I hope that Peloton stock soars through the roof because I love my stupid Peloton. <laughs> um, I love the workouts and I love the instructors. And that is coming from someone who came from like such a toxic spinning studio world. <laughs> and like, if I can hop back on the bike and be like, I want to do this again, I feel like that speaks volumes. Yeah, and, that, and not have PTSD about spinning in general. Yeah, but like all that to say, like I think that it probably was just that, um, the, I think it just sort of have value, uh, vulnerable the market. Is mm-hmm. now we're just also uncertain about everything. It isn't necessarily that we were like, Oh, if I have a Peloton, I'm gonna die. As if we were like, Oh, is this gonna make someone else sell? I'll sell. Oh, yeah, no. like it's just a sphere. That's true. Yeah, whole, I mean, I literally just the market is just so volatile most of the time, and you just, just based on how you're feeling, and um, it's very scary that it's like regulated gambling. I don't know, it's just. It kind of is, isn't it? It's gambling. It's just, I mean, I literally just got into crypto with like $20 and I'm like, this is crazy. And I'm like, this I, is a
1: good time to buy into it though. Cause everything is in the dumpster right now.
2: Is it a good time or am I about to have no money? Like less money than I, you know, I mean, I put in $20, which is fine.
1: Yeah. Um, you don't lose the money and you don't, uh, they call it realize the loss until you sell. So if you just leave it in there, even right. if it goes down in value, you're not like losing it unless you sell it off.
2: Right. And I think I've just like, you know, I'm, I have a financial advisor who is like, yeah, like you can invest in it, but like you better, you're like, don't get it's not money that you need. And I'm like, right. right. And in reality, like all money is money I need. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like I can take $20 and put it in there. And there was like, like I took, I did like three things online where like they give you a couple pieces of pieces of crypto is that how you say
1: it So i I don't know because i don't have well i have a bunch of the actual like the super cheap ones i think i have like 150 dogecoin or whatever but they're like worthless but then i only have like a teeny fraction of a bitcoin it's not like i have a whole bitcoin
2: oh no but like very few people pull bitcoin there's it's a fixed amount yeah, it's huge. But like the Doge coin was like is like a butt. Like everyone has that. I also was calling it the Doggy
1: coin. So whatever. I could be wrong. I've heard both. No, no, you're right. You're right. But Doggy coin is way more. Doggy fun. coin is better, and I would invest in pure Doggy coin. <laughs> oh I think everyone would. I think that was the whole point of it that it was like cute and funny. And I'm like,
2: wait, is that how this works now? Is that what an NFT is? Just something cute and funny that I like? Because then,
1: I mean, I know it's not, but sort of it is. Uh, it's not the best explanation of NFT. Um, I mean, not that anybody would have seen it on my story. Maybe you did, but it was just a girl on TikTok explaining it. And yes. she goes, so an NFT is not a real thing that men yes. <laughs> buy and they pretend that they, uh, you know, you give someone thousands of dollars and they go, you own this, wink, wink. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's just this digital, I mean, I
2: guess it's just, but it is just like the stock market. And I think we, I think that's why people like don't understand it. Cause it's like, Hey, can you just like put the way the facade and be like, do you get this at all? And like a limited number of people do and everyone else is like, uh, I think so.
1: Yeah. And I definitely don't get it. And I'm kind of rooting for its demise because I don't want to have to grow to understand it either.
2: I think that's how I felt about like math. that. <laughs> <a lot> <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe this will just, like, die out. <laughs> but, right. like, no, it's not. <laughs> and I, kind of, I think I sort of how like, social media is nice too. I'm like, maybe this will just go away. and won't matter. But like, no, it will. And I don't know. Who knows what will happen with this? But, like, I guess one thing I was talking to someone about today, and it was like, well, cryptocurrency is interesting because it doesn't belong to one country. And I'm like, okay, sure. But then it belongs to a bunch of, like, rich white dudes. Yeah. Like, is that better? I is mean, it decentralized? Like, is it really? right it's it doesn't belong to a country it belongs to individual people is that better or worse and yeah. like and what can those people do other than like change the name of the stable center <laughs> wild.
1: i drove by there today it's all decked out for super bowl
2: did you see the name is now crypto dot com like it's for 20 years Oh, I didn't know that. I moved online, because I was like, because my friend was like, they bought their Staples Center. I was like, no, they can't. Like, AG owns the Staples Center. Okay. I mean, I didn't
1: know all this. I didn't look at all. Not, whatever, I didn't look at. They renting the Staples Center for a twenty-year lease? No, they're,
2: they're rent. They are. They bought the name. The namesake, for the next twenty years. Oh, hilarious! Seven hundred million dollars. They now get to put their name on it.
1: Wow, that's actually that's less than what I thought it would be.
2: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I was kind of thinking, like, in 20 years, .com might be something completely different. I don't know. Yeah. Like, like, it was so much technology has changed so much in the past, like, 10 years, let alone right. 5, even. Like, TikTok's, like, what, well, like, 2 years, 3 years old? So, like, yeah. like technology changed so much in the past couple of years that I'm like, who knows what 10 years will look like. And so, it changes so quickly.
1: I know. I'm already trying to, um, and I have to wait. And granted, it's not like a decision I have to make soon, but I'm trying to kind of keep my eye out on all the electric cars. Cause that's what I want for my next car.
2: That's I was thinking the same thing. I would like an electric car for my next car. Subaru does make an electric car. I think they do. I, I haven't it. seen it.
1: I might Maybe have they're still it producing up, it. Maybe it's not out yet. Cause like Honda doesn't even have one that's out yet. Like, A lot of big brands don't have them. And then the funny thing about electric cars is there's all these like brands that are hitting the market that didn't exist and only exist now. Like Lucid and Polaris and obviously Tesla and Rivian, like all these cars where you're like, who are you?
2: Right. They're new to the market and they're like, no, we're electric. And you're like, but I've never even, what's your crash testing? Like, that's the thing. I'm like, I just need it to be safe. Right. I just need to be safe. I was like, I don't care. I just need it to be like a a tank. Yeah. and Also electric. Like I want it to be good for the environment, but also I want it to protect me. But inevitably something terrible. Yeah. Oh,
1: my um, God. Your car accident in your. I mean, you should have, you should be a Subaru commercial. Um, yeah. I can't believe. Explain what happened, because obviously I know what happened. I was, you know, yeah. communicating with you so, that day and saw the aftermath. But explain what happened.
2: So I was driving, I want to say northbound, I'm very bad at that, um, driving one way on a two-lane highway, like freeway. No, 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 not a freeway. I'm sorry. Back up. Okay. I was driving on a two-lane, like very busy street in Los Angeles, and someone ran a stop sign perpendicular to me and crashed into me on my passenger side, which then spun my car out into oncoming traffic. And then a car... Hit me on my driver's side, which then landed like spun me around fully and landed me on the sidewalk. My car landed on the sidewalk. Car was a total loss. Um, windows were shattered. All the airbags deployed. Um, I blacked out and can't I don't remember. I remember the first hit and I think I came to with the second hit. I don't really know. I just remember being very disoriented because I don't. I was like, I didn't understand how I got on the side of the road Mm -hmm. because I knew I'd been hit on my, like, I think I physically felt the hit on my driver's side. Mm -hmm. um, But I didn't know how I was like positioned facing the opposite direction then.
1: Um, Yeah. It's like essentially the way that you got hit caused you to have two massive car accidents at the same (laughs) time.
2: Yes. And um, there was video of the car accident because this area, which I lived by for two, three, four years I lived by that area is, like, a really just... People don't... It's on Highland, or it's off of Highland, and people just don't slow down there, and probably wasn't even... It's probably on a stone. I don't know. So there's a video of the car accident, because uh, these people who live in this house on one of the corners have, like, had just seen so many horrific car accidents, and their kids play in the front yard, and they're, like, you know, God, they put a stone wall up there, and someone drove through it. Like, it's really bad. So... Woman sent me the video. Um, I was able to get out of the back of the car. Like I couldn't get out my side. I like was fully panicking. It, like, you come to The thing that like the one there, I, remember, I was like, oh, it smells awful. Airbags smell terrifying, like a burning hair. I've never had one deploy. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Avoid it at all costs. Yeah. It smells like a bur- like burning hair, burning some like rubber, burning rubber, I guess. Um, and then the glass, I like Remember that my whole dashboard I only saw it for like a second, but like mm-hmm. all the lights were going, and i that's when I was like, "Oh, something's wrong mm-hmm. because all the lights were going off, and then everyone in the neighborhood rushed out so it was very loud, they closed off six um and like just fire um, fire ambulances came, police mm-hmm. came,
1: um, please, you support- didn't even have
2: a chance to call though, right? Somebody else called. Um, I called someone had called the police. I didn't call the police. Someone, uh, a couple of people came out like this neighborhood just knows how to deal with car accidents, which is horrific, but mm-hmm. they all rushed out. A woman came in the car and like put her hands she was wearing, um, like gardening gloves and like, was like mm-hmm. trying to see if it was hot in there. And like, I was probably fully having a panic attack so she was like let's get you out which you were probably in shock honestly oh it was fun yeah i was in shock for a pretty long time i think like my body didn't realize the pain i was until probably like two days later but mm-hmm. um I don't know. They're always like, maybe they shouldn't take the like, move people. But I was like, if I had to sit in that car much longer, I don't think I
1: would have been. Okay. And yeah, I mean, it's also like, dangerous to leave you in the car too. Cause it's yeah. like, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if it's stable. You don't yeah. know. If, like it's in a dangerous position where another car could hit it. Like right. staying in the car almost is not an option.
2: Right. And my neck and they were like, can you move? I mean, she like was, I think she'd been a paramedic. So she wasn't, so someone called 911. And then like, I, my boyfriend came to the accident as well as our friend, Julia and like but like both of them sent me a voicemail when i first called <laughs> um and i was like okay assholes um <laughs> so that was whatever but then eventually they showed up and julia was a mess poor thing she was very upset which um understandably uh and then yeah uh they it's weird there's like there are like hey, hey, hey don't bark there's sorry uh there's ambulance chasers that like that's a real thing so like a tow truck like just showed up and there's there are ambulance chasers
1: which you is, know when you say that i didn't realize you meant a tow truck as soon as you said an ambulance chaser i literally pictured a lawyer in like a pinstripe suit showing up at the car accident
2: yeah being like here's my card. exactly
1: <laughs> kind of what it feels like
2: but it was like i was like where did this tow truck just come from mm-hmm. and it was just so weird because people have so much information about um car accidents it's really a thing where it's like oh you really don't know the ins and outs of it until you go through one and Mm -hmm. you never have to go through one so but like like i the police report was wrong at first and like just so many like little things like i didn't know if i should go in the ambulance Mm -hmm. because i was like well what happens to my car like who then who gives the police report like i i didn't know what to do so i stayed and then
1: you drove me to the hospital the next day
0: yeah
1: um and stayed with me for. well because i thought it was like very jarring that you hadn't gone to the hospital but at the same time I understand that impulse of not going when it happened because if you're not like visibly wounded or you're not like oh my arm feels tender my this feels tender you don't have anything that's like glaringly obvious as a reason to go to the hospital there is that thing of like where is my car going who's going to talk to the cops who's going to get all the insurance info blah 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 like there's just so many there's a whole list immediately of things that are happening, and your brain's moving so fast, and you're like, "Where do I even begin?" I probably would have done the same thing as you. I wouldn't have gone um, in an ambulance. Yeah, I just didn't know, and I was also like, "Well, who pays for the ambulance bill?" Because I was like, "I know ambulances
2: are really expensive." That too. Like, I was like, "I don't know how this works," and I just like, and then of course, like, I didn't even call my parents, which is crazy because when I went to jail, they were the first people I called. But that's <laughs> only totally because I didn't have anyone's phone number memorized, <laughs> um, which is a whole nother issue. But. Um, I called my parents, and my dad like was like, "Wait, what do you mean you totaled your car?" And I was like, "I didn't total my car." And the cop just was like, "Let me talk to." You. And I was like, okay. Oh, really? The cop just like took my so phone. You called from the police station no, or from like, the scene. No, I course. never went anywhere. We stayed in that in that spot the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like we never moved from that spot. We never went to the police station. I never like. No, it was so weird. Um, I never saw the car again.
1: Mm-hmm. it is like because like they oh, you never saw the car again no that's yeah. like I mean, shocking not weird yeah
2: she was such a survivor but well she didn't she <laughs> done so but but i mean how, that car took because then I mean, you see that video and you hear like this accident was like you see that video and you're like this looks like a car dummy video mm-hmm. like yeah no one should walk away from this accident but the, the air
1: that your car got yeah it's, it's really like, amazing it didn't roll over with that much force
2: yeah and it just it goes, didn't tip no it totally tipped and like that's It just shows like how sturdy of a car that is that like my body, while it did take like a lot of damage,
1: it could have been like, I, like nothing broke, which is unbelievable. Like that. Yeah. You you got got, like, no. Oh, Monty, come here. He hears another dog. I'm going to do the same thing and pick him up. So it's not. Oh, please. hello all the pose. Oh, he's <laughs> <laughs> freaking fake! He's <laughs> <It's> so fluffy. <floppy. laughs> I can't even believe I, I
2: deal with. I can't believe he's even real. I can't believe he's
1: real either. you look a fake. Are you real? Are you real?
2: This is your uncle. That's your uncle. That's your uncle Fiddle He's not gonna be nice to you. <laughs> I'm just telling you that now. Him and your aunt Kookie are not nice you.
1: <laughs> Doggy <laughs> corner, love it. Oh, baby. Um, what was I about to just say? We were talking about the scene, being at the scene, the car tipping over. Oh, that that car took the most damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, then I never saw it again. Yeah, yeah. How long were you at the scene? Like from the time of the accident till you actually got like the green light to leave?
2: Maybe. could have been like i I mean it felt like years but it probably was like two hours okay which is a pretty long time uh like i didn't feel any pain physically (laughs) until the next day maybe two days no the next day the next day That's when i was like i think i have a concussion um but the right after the car accident like you think they kind of like let you go lay (laughs) down first they did not they were like okay we need all the information from you and i was like I was like, it's in the car. Also, mm-hmm. that thing—they like, like license, merger, registration. I was like, in the car—that's yeah. where you put it. Have you ever seen a movie? Yeah, it's in the car.
1: It's always in the car.
2: And some guy—this was ended up being—I don't know, I don't know. I was not looking my best, let's put it that way. And some guy <laughs> literally hit on me in a car accident. Like he was like, it was the whole thing. uh But he could like a
0: bystander. Down.
2: He lives on the corner oh. and and thought it was like death—an opportunist. Right. I was like, I think you just bought a house in a bad location, but I don't think it's (laughs) destiny, but all right. Um, That we met, like, fuck off. But but I don't know if I can, whatever. (laughs) He he crawled into, but I was like, oh, the the registration's in my car, like, do I have to go in and get it? Mm -hmm. I was a little traumatized. didn't want to go back in the car. (laughs) He's like, I'll get it. So he crawled in my car and, like, got my registration, which was cool, but I was also like, should you let a pedestrian do that? Mm Police? I don't, that seems like it seems like they should have it. retrieved it. Yeah. There was a lot of things where I was like, isn't that your job? There was a lot of that kind of stuff where it was like, whose job Like, uh, whose job is this? And a lot of the neighbors were like, because I got out of the car and I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like once I got out mm-hmm. and the woman who had the video was like, I just, I heard you say you're sorry. And I have Courtney told me that in driving school, like never admit fault. I know. But I was like in shock. And then she was like, I just want you to know, like you like I saw the whole thing like you didn't do anything wrong like he hit you you were not you didn't miss a stop sign and I was like oh my god because that was the thing I felt so guilty that it was all my fault at first
1: Mm. (laughs) he's so distracting
2: (laughs) I was like no
1: everything's fine I just can't put
2: him down (laughs) he'll not put him down I just can't believe he's not just pretend you're telling both of us I am. Okay, you've the been good then. Um, that's the thing, too. I just dropped off one of my best friends and her dog. Mm-hmm. Like, I just dropped him off. Like, God forbid they were in the car. Right. Because that was... The, I...
1: The after, it's also that, I'm like, such... oh, And it's hard because you do wonder. You're like, what if this? What if that? But, like, also, if you had been there, like, three seconds earlier or later, it wouldn't have even happened. Right.
2: And that's the thing, like, I just, now I'm like dogs in a doggy car seat every time mm-hmm. in the backseat. I don't know. I just am like, God forbid that. Cause like the whole, all the windows were shattered. The windshield yeah. wasn't shattered, but my phone was on the windshield somehow. Oh, wow. I don't even know how that happened. Cause the woman like found, got my phone like off the windshield, like some, this nice person. Wow. Like so many people were just very helpful
1: and then I was like, do I
2: sue? I, oh, and the guy who doesn't have insurance.
1: Yeah. So what happened from the time of the accident to like, did that guy stay there? Was he around? Did he flee? He every Well, I think I didn't know who
2: was who. So there were two cars involved. I didn't know who, because like I was the only one who blacked out.
1: Yeah. And it happened so fast. How It's not like you have time to clock what
2: car hit you. Right, so I didn't know who hit me. As one guy just came and said, "Are you okay? Are You okay?" And later on, I realized like he's the guy who hit me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, like he was just worried because he didn't know if he just because he's a fault, so, yeah, right." Which like, hey, he did fuck me up a bit, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever. Um, so they we all stayed for like two hours. It was like getting dark. It must have been like five o'clock. And I remember I was driving home because I was going to hang out with Julia and Cookie. Mm-hmm. at like, I want to say like two thirty or three. <laughs> And so I must have gotten hit around like 3.30. And I think we stayed till like 5, 5.30. It's like a long time. We all stayed.
1: And then I was like, so now we just go? Like, no, yeah, one that's one, like, a very long time. And at this point, the car gets towed away. The yeah, no one leaves. tells
2: you like, okay. And there's like all this debris in the street, like all this broken glass. Yeah. And then the next night, it happened again. Someone broke oh, yeah. through those people's stone wall. Oh, my God. Like, that's where I was like, this is a city issue that these people, mm-hmm. like, there needs to be another light put up there. God forbid, like, first of all, to have the ability to buy a house is fantastic. But imagine buying a house. <laughs> just and to get family. hit by a car twice in one week. Exactly. And it was like, it was just nonstop reoccurring to these poor people. So it's just like, there's just so many victims of circumstance in this situation. But I mean, obviously i mean we're all probably guilty of texting and driving but like just don't i mean it's one of those things too where you're like oh i'm sure i'm guilty of it and then you like almost hit something or like you don't want like you stop really quick and you're like Ooh, okay i shouldn't do this and then yeah but it's just so freaking easy i mean i don't know what he was doing but i know he freaking fully missed the stop sign and just drove right into me and yeah. it's just like you never see a thing where they like just stop like it's i've never seen i've never seen an accident where like he i ricocheted off of him yeah. so that was just the weird um very scary part of it all and the mental stuff you don't think about because like i'm still getting physical therapy for everything
1: yeah and probably i mean maybe you're still experiencing it but i know after i had my one bad car accident um that i was like afraid of being in a car for a while after like whether i was driving whether somebody else was driving it was just anxiety was at a 10 if someone else is driving i originally was
2: like no 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 I could not be in the car. I was like, I'm driving or I'm not going to be in the car. And then oh, excuse me. Sorry. I got a rental car two days after it happened because mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way I'm not going to drive. I was like, I have to drive. Was
1: like, yeah. yeah. LA is not really a place where you can get around without a car. And obviously after going through that kind of trauma, you're probably not going to want to climb into random Ubers all day, every day. Right. And so I was like, you
2: know what? I'm going to do it. And it. I mean, it hurt. The weird thing was, like, I was like, "Oh, I wasn't expecting my body to hurt so much mm-hmm. sitting in that position." Because of course it would. It's like, "Oh, this is the position you're in when you were like assaulted on all those sides." Like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is what hurts. So it's it was weird. I didn't expect that.
1: Yeah, and I think oddly enough, and and maybe someone said this to you because I've heard this about accidents before. Is it's almost better if it happens when you're not expecting it because you don't yeah. have time to tense up, and so yeah. if like. You know, if it's um, oncoming traffic or you see that a car is about to hit you, you're going to tense up and then you're ultimately going to get hurt worse than if you're just like relaxed and more limber. Well, that's why
2: people who like drunk drivers usually walk away from accidents that they cause because the people who get hit tense up. Whereas when you're drunk, you're more like lucid and like yeah. lucid. And apparently. And yeah, and then you have to live to go to jail as you should. Yes. So. Don't drink and drive kids um all the kids listen to this podcast um okay well now it's my turn kids
1: uh. our boys who bad boys of hanukkah just kidding <laughs> the bad boys of podcasting the bad boys of podcast i don't know why hanukkah came to late but i feel like that i'm so know, was a- that um your first major car accident
2: and that was my first major car accident. Yeah. Um, I got in a DUI before, but that wasn't an accident. I got, I mean, it wasn't on purpose either, but yeah. it was uh, a checkpoint. So I wasn't, um, and only one other time my mom and I got like sideswiped by a bus, a school mm-hmm. bus, which was not fun, but this was like nothing compared. Yeah. This was like, I've never had been, even ever been in a passenger t- mm-hmm. in a car accident, like, So yeah, this was my first and hopefully the last. Um, Hopefully, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm prepared now. So if it happens again, I think I'm ready, but I don't want
1: to. No, because and that's the thing is like it happens, and how do you know all all the steps and with the torture, like everything we just went through? It's like no, there's so much confusion.
2: Yeah, all the different doctors I went to, all the different hospital records I have, all the different like evaluations. Mm -hmm. I've gone to like three different. I've done physical therapy now in like three different facilities so just like accumulating all those records and just like making sure that i have
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're talking about injuries this dog is just popping his damn foot and his head is just so fluffy (laughs) (laughs) yes you Yeah, you see. Oh, I can give a kissy. He gives so many kisses. Um (laughs) without paying too much attention to him. Tell me about like what happened with you physically, if you don't mind going through like all of that. We might not be able to do it because I am still Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't say anything you can't say. But you kinda you did hint at you're still in physical
2: therapy. So I'm still in a lot of physical therapy. Mm -hmm. Um the I'm doing more cognitive physical therapy now, post concussion stuff because mm-hmm. which like that's fun. Um because my balance and like I get really dizzy now. Oh wow. I just didn't expect. Um yeah. so I've gotten a bunch of like injections in my shoulder as well and that kind yeah. of stuff because my, my shoulder was really messed up and did back back therapy one thing that like they said in the car or they said like right afterwards like do to have any elbow pain and i was like no that this is in the emergency room actually mm-hmm. and then she's playing with his thought toy the and then like a month later my elbow started hurting and it hurt for like six months and I was, what's like, that all about because you hit the console oh and you don't like it doesn't hit like a funny bone it's just like Cause like that was the thing that they were trying. Like, I remember we went to the hospital and they were like, I felt like my ribs were broken Mm because I like could not breathe and everything was so bruised. And so like, there's just like longer term things that you don't expect, but like, like I have this weird divot now on my shoulder. Like you can kind of hang on. Let's see if I have to get in the lighting, right. Which is a weird thing, but like Mm -hmm. that like white thing. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Like that's just like going to be there now. Yeah, and it's uh just like because the muscles have moved from a yeah it's just, I don't know like in the injections I got
1: mm-hmm.
2: to make it better the steroid injections to make the shoulder pain less
1: terrible but that's part of it. It's now. just so much time spent too on your part of like you didn't ask for any of this and now no. I mean just we're at like almost two years later and you're still having to deal with like constant appointments in the yeah. aftermath.
2: Yeah, like I I got I have a vision evaluation i had a vision evaluation vision therapy because mm-hmm. um because like i was noticing that i was like going down like if the escalator stopped working mm-hmm. at certain subway stops and stuff i was like and had to walk it down it i was like i am so dizzy i think i'm gonna fall i was like i can't make it down the escalator like i just went wow like, what is that is that vertigo it's par- yeah it's part of your vestibular system so with like your inner ear balance so basically that and vision therapy because i was just like i don't like what the hell Mm -hmm. also like escalators should just work please um but and so like like some of my physical therapy right now is like watching videos of escalators what and like seeing how dizzy i get
0: oh my god
1: that's somebody went to med school for a very long time to figure out that
2: (laughs) yeah and like one thing i do is i watch videos of people taking the escalator and then getting onto the subway oh there's people who like record the grocery store, like, cause that can be
1: overstimulating. And you're just like, also that's such a New York specific <laughs> thing. Yeah. Like, I wonder if you get into a car accident like that in Ohio, what do you, what yeah. do you have to watch? <laughs> I guess
2: probably grocery store stuff, but uh-huh. like, it depends wherever you get dizzy. That's what they it, like exposure uh, therapy. Yeah, exactly. So you just have to, like, and you just get like, so yesterday I had an about, eval- like, uh, we did a, we do a reevaluation. Oh no, maybe we did. And we did like five exercises and by the end I was like, I don't know. And she was like, I think we overdid it. And I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah. I was like, I'm toast. Like, just like the last exercise was like catching, throwing up and catching a hacky sack. And I was like, I can't do this. Oh, It's just Yeah, but I guess
1: that's hand-eye coordination. So that's all kind of the same. Your head up and down and Mm -hmm. seeing how dizzy you get. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, And just get really dizzy. And That is not something I'd ever experienced. I don't think I ever had a concussion before.
1: Yeah, Uh, I've never had a concussion. And I I guess, I mean, that's easily one of the worst because it's like one of those like haunting, scary background injuries, but then it's super serious. And they're always, you hear in movies, you're like, oh, don't go to sleep on a concussion. It's like, I've heard about concussions a million times. I don't actually know what they are. Well, it's how I feel
2: about like a snake bite. I'm like, you're not supposed to like do that when you like, like you don't have to go to bed when you have a snake bite either. Or something stupid. Like, I don't know. i made that up. But like, Just, like, yeah, there's a lot of, like... And then they're just, like, you just have to heal from it. You just heal. Mm -hmm. And then they're, like, okay. And, like, don't expose yourself to a lot of lights. And and it could be really irritable and really frustrated and, like...
1: Well, there goes your rave life.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I love a rave. I love a rave. (laughs) I'm really bummed. All my, like, neon outfits are going to have to, you know, go to Goodwill. Um, But, they like, one thing... I'm trying to remember what it was. I... Oh uh, shoot! I don't remember. See, that's a big part of it too. I literally, my memory is like pfft, uh toast. But I write a lot down now, and um, like exactly. actually we had to make
1: so many adjustments. Like, yeah, for that. That's, yeah, that's what's so crazy about it is you wake up one day, you're like, I'm just having my regular old day, and then something like that happens, and it just shifts everything.
2: Yeah, and I was like, and it's always just like scary because I think you in LA, like you see accidents happen all the time, or you hear mm-hmm. them. And sometimes it's not a big deal. Sometimes they're, like, people die, and I know it sounds silly and like duh, but you—it's just um, how little we consider this like a dangerous activity that we're taking part of because we drive just so normal regularly. Right. And I know I'm the first person to be like kind of an idiot driver, like not you know I'll I don't I'll get road rage. I'm not a, mm-hmm. aggressive, but maybe. And like, yeah, you just don't know what's going to happen. It's just, it eventually, it's just like, it's never worth trying to do all these things just to get somewhere a little bit faster or whatever. And just...
1: It's true. And I some of the um psychology behind road rage is actually because even if we're not consciously aware, we're subconsciously aware of the danger of driving. So you're kind of always, while you're in the car, in fight or flight. And so when someone does something stupid in front of you and you know, literally puts your life at risk, that's why we respond so aggressively in the car because we sense the immediate physical danger of it. And it's like, not only are you being an idiot, but you just literally put me in physical harm's way. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot
2: of sense. And then it's just like, The amount of times it's never worth it. It's just never worth it. it's uh,
1: never worth it. I've seen, because here's a good example. I was on a walk and this was so scary because like we were 20 feet away from where this accident happened. And like, if we had been crossing the street, we would have gotten hit. But I was um, walking with Jeff uh, in West Hollywood. And there was like a left turn that you could take onto a side street, kind of where that I think it's like a sweet green or something. And this guy was just barreling down the road, took the turn super fast, took the left, lost control, hit a car parked on the opposite side in front of the restaurant. Like the car went onto the sidewalk and he totaled both his car and that parked car. Like, poor person you know, in the restaurant or wherever leaving their car parked on the street and all of a sudden this idiot who was in a hurry who now is going to be so much later than he would have been (laughs) Yes, that's always the thing I'm like, you're so much later than you were So much later than you were and like, nowhere I guarantee there's so many things that people freak out about being late to where it's like, I promise you it doesn't matter. Um, I promise you. like Just drive safely because that's the thing. If you get pulled over, if you get in an accident, guess what? Now you're really fucking late.
2: Yeah, now you're really late and there's no excuse. Like It's just... Yeah, I mean that... Yeah, it's just... Because you just don't know how long the repercussions of this are going to take. And they usually take a really long time. And... Like, right. I'm lucky that that was the car I was even in because the car before that got stolen. Right. But like, I was in my other car, there's no shot. That yeah. car was like an older car. It's nice, but I don't think it didn't have nearly as much safety as the Subaru did. Like, right. wouldn't have made it. I mean, I, not the same level. Like, mm-hmm. no broken bones. That doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. So, I don't know. That's like my... Two cents on car accidents, I suppose.
1: But also, it's true. I'm such a big proponent now of like, I don't know that I'll ever go back to not having an SUV.
2: Yeah. Especially being like a smaller girl, I think
1: it's like you want that armor kind of like, Mm I want that protective. Um, I do feel good when I'm in people's like giant pickup trucks and it's like the bigger than every car. I'm like, okay, I feel yeah. super safe in this. Like,
2: yeah, you just do the higher up, the high, the bigger the car, the closer to God.
1: Like,
2: I, just, <laughs> I just want a big old car. I want to feel safe as hell. Like, yeah, I don't like being low to the ground anymore. I mean, but that car was like higher up. I just, mm-hmm. I just got really lucky. I didn't tip over. I think
1: that would have been, I don't know. Like, yeah, that too. Even if it hadn't, even if it had resulted in the same, like, if you still weren't, Mom, can you stop scratching? Even if you weren't, you know, yeah, scratched up or you didn't have cuts or anything, like, obviously, you still would have had the physical trauma that you went through now. But going upside down, like, imagine how disorienting that would be. I mean, it was the weird thing. It was like, it was so disorienting just facing the opposite
2: direction that being upside down, like, oh, my God, I, no, 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 no. I'm very glad that that didn't happen, um, and I'm very like anyone who goes through that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, it's not something you go through every day. <laughs> so right. like it's traumatizing for like, and I'm always impressed when people are like, yeah, I've, like when they just like kind of recover quickly from a car accident. It's like this is
1: like not a thing that you should have to get used to. No, it really isn't. It isn't people like do- I had my one bad one was I think I was like I was twenty. And this was like a weather-related accident. So that's the other frustrating thing. And that's like part of why I left Ohio was because, I mean, the weather traumatized me in more ways than one. But this accident literally wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for um, black ice, which for anyone that doesn't know what black ice is, it's when there's a patch of ice on the road and you literally can't see it because it blends in, hence black ice. Yeah. I was getting on a, um, like bridge that linked one highway onto the other. So it was kind of curved. And I was on that, going the speed limit, hit a patch of black ice, spun out because I had this small sports car that had um sport tires. And I didn't know, like nobody had informed me, you got to put winter tires on. Maybe those wouldn't have even helped. But my car spun on the highway, hit the wall, dragged for a little bit, like took the front end off my car. Like the whole chassis was like bent oh the whole my nose of my car was bent and it was early into having cell phones like I probably had like a chocolate back then or some kind of like flip phone or whatever because it was chocolate. Yeah I think I, I had some like <laughs> <about that. laughs> I haven't thought about that phone in a while. I had that phone. I had that phone I had a dark blue chocolate. Oh my and, God. Uh, I wasn't getting cell phone service. So I was trying to call 911 and it wasn't going through. So I was alone on the highway, scared. You know, what time of day was it? It was probably 8 a.m. or 7 a.m. on Black Friday. I was on my way to work a retail job. Oh my God. Yeah. Totally not worth it. And I was, I just remember how shaken up I was. And somehow the car was actually fine. They they ended up fixing it. It took like two months to fix, but they ended up being able to like completely take apart the front end of the car and then like heat the chassis back into shape, which is so oh ridiculous. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And I can't believe that it, I mean, whatever, I must've had stellar insurance and obviously it was completely an accident. It's not like it was my fault or anything. Um, and yeah, car. I just remember being terrified, like getting into cars, like visibly shaken about it for at least like a week before I started being kind of like, okay, getting into even getting into a car anywhere again. Especially if like the
2: weather. I mean, I've never had a weather related accident to, but like, yeah, I mean, I've hydroplaned. I've like, you know, growing up in Connecticut and like going to school in Syracuse, like, yeah, hydroplaned. But I've always had four-wheel drive on my cars except for in LA because they don't sell cars with four-wheel drive because yeah not really it. but <laughs> it's helpful you want to drive helpful. anywhere other than California yeah so like I mean I was supposed
1: to ship that car home the next day didn't need to but didn't need to what do you do now for transportation well now I'm in New York Only for a little bit longer, listeners. Don't worry. (laughs) She's coming back.
2: (laughs) back. Um, So I take the subway and my dad picks me up. If I... He'll drive into the city and bring me back to Connecticut if need be. Fitz and I just... uh, My dog, Fitz. um, Or my son. Whatever you want to call (laughs) him. We are getting reaccustomed to like the little bag he can travel in. So I can pick him up a train if need be. But he's not like an excellent dog. So... We'll see. Uh, I take a lot of cabs. Yeah. And lifts and stuff. The subway. I mean, those are also traumatizing because those drivers are terrible. So. But I don't know. Did Do you ever know. actually see who drives the subway?
1: Yeah. Like the conductor. Yeah. yeah. It's like a guy. I feel like I've never seen a subway conductor now that I think about it. It's always been this like mystery. There's like a person at the front. It's like a, just a person in a hat usually. Yeah um that's gotta be an easy driving job right because doesn't it just go along the tracks or am i stupid
2: no you're right but it but like a lot of the time they have technical issues or like the connections are wrong and like there's a delay like there's and they have to like just a lot of like weird things happen when you wouldn't think that i mean i don't know if i don't drive a subway or a train i don't know but considering you're on a track you would think that like there wouldn't be that many issues because there's so many tracks and so many subways in new york that like mm-hmm. there's connection issue um so sometimes like sometimes the subway isn't running on certain tracks for whatever like the signal isn't connecting i don't really know what that means but i know i've seen delays because of that and i'm like and they go on the speaker like like, what cool what did you say (laughs) like hey could this be one of those subways where there's like updated information like you know written somewhere it's like no and then they just like and then someone else is like what did you what they say and i'm like i don't know i didn't hear what they said i'm also wearing
1: noise canceling headphones Ooh. i have no idea what they said like <laughs> but you don't really hear about um like subway accidents right that's not really a thing
2: no there were those like
1: train accidents
2: a couple of years ago where those was like amtrak's derailed and mm-hmm. stuff but no i mean i don't think subway is really because it's all underground yeah I and mean, i don't love like going up close to the other subways but i don't think i can really i haven't i don't know i don't even heard anything but like if nothing else, I feel like the most thing you'd see is like someone getting knocked down in the stairs, Oh, they've got like a crazy guy, like some guy pushed some lady in front of a subway recently. Oh, geez, right? Yeah, like someone who was. I mean, yeah, that's those are more kind of accidents that I think mm-hmm. happen on subways, or people falling down the stairs, maybe. But for it's weird because it's not a very safe place, like conceptually, mm-hmm. but it's really pretty busy, and I, I think people are. on their like I think people say things, I hope. I know I say things if something is not right. Um I'm one of like the rare few who's like never seen a man like masturbating on the subway. I don't know how that's happened. I don't know how (laughs) you missed it all these years. Like everyone else I know has seen it for me. Yeah. So like it's one of those things where I also like if it feels uncomfortable, like I'm not gonna take the subway. Like if I you know and that's something you just kind of have to learn like anywhere. If you're like this doesn't feel right not doing it. Like, just trust your judgment and just don't do it. Because it's never really worth it to be a hero. Um, yeah, and you can just go right upstairs and take a cab. Yeah. Like, I, some guy said something to me like, I don't know, it's just like, just give me a He it said, it, it was like, give me a compliment. Whatever. But like yelling it at me. So I'm mm-hmm. like, it's not a compliment. You're a aggressive. aggressive. <laughs> uh, and like, it just was, and I was like, I'm not taking the subway. I was like walking down the stairs and I didn't hear what he said. And I was like, What did they say? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, did you see the subway was canceled? Or I was like, I don't think that's the thing that they did. The whole subway's canceled. The subway's been cancelled on Twitter. It's stuff. Yeah, right? I was like And he was like, beautiful. I was like, What? He's like, You're beautiful and I was like, What? And then he's like said it again, I was like, Oh fuck off. And I was like, I'm getting in a cab. Never mind. Like we're just I was like, What? I thought you were it just that stuff I'm like, look, I don't wanna be Talk to I like and then there's other times in the subway where like someone's little kid like will sit next to me and be like looking out the window and all excited and I'm like, oh this is a fun experience for both of us. So yeah. I don't know. It's, there's something
1: um, romantic about taking the subway in New York. I've had so many people. But probably not if you live there.
2: I mean, I've had so many people ask me who don't live there, like, is this am I going the right way? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm like, you're looking at the same map I'm looking at, and I'm going two different places, and if I don't know, I'm getting in a cab. I was like, and like, someone some lady was like, do you have a phone charger? And I was like, for her Samsung, and I was like, I don't. Mm-hmm. But I always bring an extra phone charger, like a portable charger. Yeah. I don't know. I was risk management in my sorority, so I'm very um, prepared. <laughs> are you really? I didn't know that. That's funny. Yeah, they get, they get the drunkest girl, and they're like, you are a problem. <laughs> on <all> my <laughs> oops so yeah so i just like i don't know crisis management you got to bring all your stuff you got to know where you're going
1: yeah that's Um, my problem with um taking the subway is that I, i get really cocky because i had been like visiting new york every year growing up and that somehow convinced me that i knew exactly what i was doing didn't and to this day every time i go i'm always like yeah it's this train and then i don't pay attention to the fact that like one side of the street goes one way, but then you have to go on the other side of the block to go the other way. And Uptown, then I'm downtown. Like, Oh, no, I'm in Queens, and I'm supposed to be in Manhattan. That wasn't it. But <laughs> you always end up in Queens once. Yeah. That's like a standard. I've I, ridden it to the end, where I'm like, oh, I didn't mean to go
0: this way.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. And you don't want to, like, I wrote it, I took, I, went to, I took the train, the subway to JFK. Mm-hmm. I took three subways. I had to go back one way because it wasn't working, and mm-hmm. one point, it wasn't working. And I was like, "If I can do this, I can do anything." You can. Uh, I like, feel that way, and it was a really good test mm-hmm. because it was like so many different subways. And then I had to walk through Queens at one point, and all. And I was like, "This probably wasn't my smartest idea," but I, I walk with purpose. I don't think anyone would mess with me yeah. too much. But also, and some
1: parts work. of Queen Queens is really nice. right? yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> lovely. By I would say by the airport is ideal, but like. Mm-hmm. It was worth it. I was
2: really glad I got to experience it. And I did it. And, like, um, and I wasn't getting on a flight. I was picking someone up from the airport. So it was mm-hmm. like not going to just be more stressful. Yeah. It was like the end of their stress. Um, and then we a a cab on the way back. So I'm not about to make someone fly all the way here and then get on the train. At yeah. um,
1: I've yes. had to do that every time I've come there because nobody I've ever visited there has a car. So it's always just like, oh, either I'll meet you by subway, which they'd never do. And then it's always me figuring it out
0: it's somehow I've made it work <laughs> yeah
2: you've made it work you said with me the subway is tough though when you're like also I am just after so there's a thing that like on all these like sorry I'll stop playing with this thing there's a thing on all these um cognitive tests that they ask you like has your injury caused you to like not do as much or do you like stop uh, uh like does it make you feel handicapped like does it mm-hmm. make you feel like embarrassed do you think people think you're intoxicated like there's a lot of really interesting questions on it And I never really thought it made me not want to do as much. But Mm -hmm. in hindsight, it's totally a reason because I'm like, I have an apprehension to want to, I don't want to like, because the subway makes me dizzy and like going down the Mm -hmm. stairs, all these things like are really overstimulating for me. So a lot of times like, oh, to do those things, is really like, it's exhausting. And it takes out a lot, takes a lot out of me. Mm -hmm. And I don't even realize it. Yeah. So it's just a matter of like being gentle with yourself. and, And one thing here, like, I did a the vision evaluation and they were like, Do you think that you're uh like are you sensitive to noise or sound or noise or light? And I was like, Probably noise. And mm-hmm. then at one point she like dimmed the lights and I was like, Oh, it feels so much better. <laughs> She's like, You might be a little sensitive to light. I was mm-hmm.
1: like, oh, yeah, I'd be right. Like, so yeah, I you think don't... that's is are they saying that's from the accident? Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Oh, different. from the concussion, probably.
2: Yeah. So that's like it's just like little things that you don't realize that like and I was like, well, yeah, I kind of have been lazy or lazy, like not wanting to go out, not wanting to do things. And it's like, oh, because it's hard to like when these things are like
1: exhausting or emotionally, like very, or like physically very draining. Yeah. yeah. And you don't even realize that that's what it's from. You're like not making that connection until it's pointed out to you. And yeah, like you might be getting tired and not even understanding why. Right. And that's the thing that I've just
2: slowly been like, you just got to make it easier on yourself. If, um... Like, I don't do a lot on the weekends. Like, I did it. Like, I had a friend visiting this past week. And that was great. <laughs> I had a friend visiting last week. It was great. And, like, she's really good at the subway. So I just, like,
1: followed her aimlessly.
2: <laughs> and that worked out. But I'm like, yeah, that's what I need. I,
1: I want someone else who I can just follow around. Yeah. So, like... Me too. We would be a nightmare traveling together. Yeah, would be oh like, God, you I make the plans. That. No, you make the plans. Like, yeah, I was <laughs> like, I remember walking
2: in the city with you, and I was, we like, can walk now. and You're like, the light is. So I was like, what? <laughs> um, well, I'm an angel, and I helped some poor old lady on the street today. Who, she just like looked very, um like upset. Like she just was old and had a cane, and just looked like mm. she was like really hot or something. And I was like, are you okay? Um, I was like wearing my headphones, like listening to Sword and Scale mm-hmm. uh, podcast. we went a podcast. Together. Such a good new
1: episode, by the way.
2: I didn't get that. I didn't get that far because I was helping. I was being a oh, okay, but like, I I was like, "Are you okay?" And she was like, "No." And I was like, "Oh boy." Uh, I was like, "Whoops." Um, I was not hoping you were going to say that. Um, but <laughs> so she needed to end. That thing where it's like, "Yeah, the city's so overwhelming. It's exhausting. We're just piled on top of each other here, living in this like loud, bright, mm-hmm. weird." thing and just like old people just like thrive in it no <laughs> she was supposed to go to the dentist and she couldn't make it and i was like let's get you home. so i helped her walk back and then went that's to the so house. sweet I, yeah i guess it's one of those where i'm like yeah like i i think now that i get super dizzy and stuff i'm like no one's gonna ask me if i'm okay though because like i'm not unless i faint mm-hmm. but i would right. hope someone would you know i'd hope someone helped my mom i hope someone would like Stuff like that. So I'm just, yeah, she really needed help.
1: Yeah. It's just, like, so scary. But it is. I worry about like my older family that I have there. Thankfully, they moved to, I think it's called Mills Basin or Basin Mills or something. It's like so far in Brooklyn that the subway doesn't even go there.
2: Oh, I've been there. It's like
1: one. very, very residential suburban Brooklyn.
2: I've been to that part of Brooklyn. You have to take a, I had to, <laughs> this is like before Lyft and Uber, like I had to take a car service. Mm-hmm. My dad had to call a car service for me. <laughs> That was not normal. It was, like, after a date, um, and we didn't, it didn't, like, sleep together or anything, but I was like, mm-hmm. I gotta go home. It's, like,
1: three in the morning. Yeah. I didn't have to get home. There was no li- I don't know how my, like, old relatives were before that living in Brighton Beach in the thick of it, and it's like, what are you, gu- you That's guys, it. you guys are dealing with
2: the subway and everything? I know. I'm always like, man, I am not. That's the thing, like, when I see people on the subway, and they're, and they're like, I don't know where I'm going, and then they don't speak the language or anything, and I'm like, they don't speak English. They speak L language, of course. Yeah. But, like, and I'm like, oh god I don't know and, and then reading a map I'm like oh this is so hard <laughs> like one of these would be I hard I still can't read a map if my phone's not working like forget it oh my god I no I know uptown and downtown I know my address and I know how to kill a cat that's it <laughs> that's it I know that my metro card works
1: um and that I don't know how to take the bus and I'm not doing that I I don't blame you. I don't take the bus either. I took it once when I first moved to LA and it was such an atrocious experience that I vowed never to get on it again. But it was before, because I had gotten here in 2012. So no Uber, no Lyft yet. And I took the bus going from West Hollywood to like, um, it was like a straight shot, like 20 minutes down just into Century City. Right. And I was like going to a job interview. So I was super dressed up. I was like in high heels. And there was a man on the bus who was foaming at the mouth, like literally just oh my god, a lot of foam coming directly out of his mouth. And he was like moaning and screaming. And I'm brand new to LA. Like I just, you know, stepped off the flight a couple <laughs> days ago. And I'm thinking like, oh my God, this is so scary. But like the rest of the people on the bus apparently we were so conditioned to this that it like didn't even phase them. And one other guy on the bus like started yelling at the guy that was foaming at the mouth and moaning. And he goes, shut up. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's gonna work. And so I just like jumped off the bus early and just like walked home. <laughs> oh my God. In my four-inch yeah. stilettos, I was like, I would rather walk than stay on this bus. And yeah. that day forward I was like,
2: never again. I got on the bus one time with Nick Tarvella and that was it. He was, like, <laughs> meet up with Julia. And I was like, Julia, Nick's taking me on the bus. This is the first time I've ever taken a public bus. And he was like, <laughs> And Nick was like, that's so like, they were like, wow. And I was like, okay, well, sorry that I don't take the bus in Los Angeles. We're like, I feel like that's
1: pretty common though for people to just never take the bus here.
2: Yeah, it's a very scary, um, Los Angeles isn't doing great in public transportation.
1: So yeah.
2: hard pass. I don't know if you've seen bus stops, but they are not great. They are uh, not great. They are rarely
1: occupied by people waiting for the bus
2: rarely they're usually inhabited by people
1: other than that so mm-hmm. and, and the guy foaming at the mouth
2: yeah and his it's really group of friends
1: scary. i mean it has to you know it shouldn't be it should be a
2: public transportation should be an option it's really crazy that it has gotten so out of control and
1: i know it really is one of the things that makes la so like ass backwards that we can't Actually, go. Oh, yeah, hey, there's options here. There's not, <laughs> right? Well, like the sub
2: even building the subway there, I was like, This is like they built it right by where I used to live, and I was like, This is not going to be good for this neighborhood. Yeah. Like, you think a subway, like in New York, you want to live by a subway, right? Here, you in LA, you do not want to live by the subway because it's-, no. it's just, and it would take decades for that to be fixed. And so, I'm um, it's just like really unfortunate. I don't know, they really need to fix. Everything in that city. Um, but yeah. I do love it and I
1: miss it. Um, but we need to fix a lot of things there. We do. I want to ask. I don't know if anyone's ever asked this, but did anything good come out of your car accident? Um,
2: I don't have car payments. <laughs> that I save money on car payments. Um, That's such
1: a good silver lining. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was nice.
2: Um <laughs> and like what'd you learn i'm probably like a subaru girl for life. yeah i love a subaru i think it was truly like i kind of just remind me like everything happens for a reason Mm -hmm. because like i I didn't love that my audi got stolen i liked that car a lot but like because i did that like i got and like my two of my dear friends who like are very safe and very smart were like you should get a subaru and like i Mm -hmm. test drove cars for months Yeah. And then I got through and like, if I'd been hitting anything else, it wouldn't have been in the same situation. So like, it worked out, um, Mm -hmm. more or less. I think like just buying a car or getting a car, uh, for safety first is usually something I've learned that like vanity, which I love vanity. I'm all about it. But, but like, that's not the first thing that happens. You can't just do that. Um, and just kind of being grateful that like every day you wake up. You're alive, maybe is good, um, because you don't know what's gonna happen. And very grateful for my friends who really like freaking showed up, people just were really like so helpful and amazing. And you being one of them, just oh, thank you, stepped up and like carried my groceries because I couldn't move my arms above my head while like I don't know, just um, yeah, it's been a very strange experience, but I guess, but I'd say. Not having to make car payments was a pretty so, cool thing. And and I had to do so much like calling the bank and calling them... Like just kind of being a bit of, more of an advocate for myself. I think I kind of learned how to do that. Just I thought I was pretty good at it. But like, you have to take care of a lot of stuff. You have sure. a lot of people to call. You have a lot of things to do. And I just remember I had to call the, the bank. Like They were still taking the payments out of my car. Or I... Mm-hmm. Sorry, out of my bank. The bank... The monthly car payments, and I was like, The car is total. The car, and like, just couldn't figure it out. And finally, and then they like wrote me a check for the money I paid them, but like, just kind of having to be your own um advocate and just getting what you need done. And yeah, first, sometimes I mean, that's huge. Yeah, I mean, I don't, it's not the most fun, but like, it's but I can get shit done. Yeah, it's a survival skill, it's a real survival skill, and I don't know if I would have had it if not for yeah. really this. I'm also like a pro in auto accidents now.
1: <laughs> fun. Well, that's a good note. Um, before I leave you, and granted, I'll stop the recording, and you and I will have our own little personal goodbye, but real quick, plug anything that you want to plug. Um, where can people find you? Do you have any shows coming up in New York?
2: Oh, goodness. Where can you find me? My
1: address is now. Um... <laughs>
2: Right now, I'm mostly writing right now. have been doing more writing. Follow me on Instagram at Bzis, AllieBzis, A-L-L-I-E-B-Z-I-S. I post stuff happening there, but right now I've been doing more writing, to be honest, and like kind of working on smaller private projects that Love I that. decided to announce down the line. Amazing. Um, well, thank you so much for doing this. And thank you guys right. for listening.